Visions. This episode of Sons of Hierarchy is, as always, presented to you by the Loop Sports, but uh, we'll get more into that later. Right now, we don't want to talk about who is presenting us. We want to talk about who we would like to be presenting us. Uh, we're taking a break right now to reach out to a very specific, beloved Chicago company. Indeed, a very beloved company by this podcast as well. Uh, one that has received uh, a shout out here or there already. That one company is the one world-class Jepson's, Jepson's Malort specifically. Right, right. Jepson's Malort, the finest Swedish liqueur uh, in existence would be my guess. And is uh, as good, uh, not actually Swedish, but boys who went to a Swedish university, uh, we feel like we need to be doing our part to, to represent you. And that's why we're reaching out to you, Jepson's Chicago. Please sponsor the Sons of Honarchy. Uh, it would be our absolute dream come true. Uh, we're going to be repping you so many times throughout this podcast today. But until then, uh, I'm going to have Steve address our Twitter followers now. Indeed. So, tw- on Twitter, for the Sons of Honarchy to be reaching out to Jepson's Malort, we would like you all to be tweeting out and helping us get the word out by beginning the hashtag, I'll have another, like Han other. So that would be I'll, I-L-L, have, Han, H-A-H-N, other. I'll have Han other. Very good. Uh, and uh, until we're able to uh, achieve our absolute, uh, just our, our biggest dreams in life, uh, go ahead and enjoy this episode of uh, Sons of Honor. Because do you know how badly Rockford wants to be Chicago? It's insane. <laughs> it pisses me off so badly how badly Rockford wants to be Chicago in every way, shape, and form. First off, I, I'm, oh I now I know God. there's only one like downtown and there's one in Skokie, yeah. but when Rockford got Chick-fil-A, it was like, oh my God, look what just came to Rockford. It's the greatest thing on earth. People literally, did you know this? People literally camped out overnight at Chick-fil-A to get free Chick-fil-A that day. Oh my God, Because it was like first 200 customers get free Chick-fil-A, first 100 customers, whatever. People literally camped out so they could get free Chick-fil-A. That's too much. It's insane. So, and then what does Rockford do? Oh, we're going to get Portillo's, right? So we have something pretty, now it's not similar to Portillo's because they don't do like Italian beef. They do roast beef sandwiches. Their burgers are probably comparable to Portillo's. More like you a can't French get a dip hot dog than an Italian there. beef yeah. or something. So basically, that place is called Beefaroo, and it's a Rockford Oh, yeah, yeah beef you know, You talk about exactly, it. You, talk about it. you haven't taken me, but you talk about it beef, all the time. I'll have to take you next yeah. time you're in the 815. Yep. I'll take you for some Beefaroo. I'm going to take you for some <laughs> good old Carlisle Brewery. Uh, That's beer. the one downtown, right? There's two downtown. There's nice. uh, Carlisle and there's Prairie Street. I'll take you to both. Um, and then... So we got Portillo, uh, Portillo's, people geeking out, always busy. Portillo's, 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 yeah. Portillo's. Portillo's kills everywhere right? they go. And then add on to that, Wu Malnati's now. And where are they all located to? They're all located on State Street. They're all located LOL. on State, all on East State. I love that. All three of those places are located. See, I didn't even know where the lose was. Since I was wondering if it was downtown. It, is that downtown? I don't even know. Well, it's like East State. So like... It, the way Rockford's divided is like, there's downtown downtown, which is over the last. BMO Harris. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> You've been down there. Uh huh. Yeah, that's actual downtown downtown. Yeah. And then there's the east side, which is like suburbanites of Rockford. It has the same connotation as the south side. Well, no, no, no. West side of Rockford. West does. side does. What? Okay. Yeah. So where Chicago's divided north south, Rockford's divided east west. Got it. So, and it's just it's. Dis- the amount of big box stores and sh- now Chicago imports on East State Street in Rockford is disgusting to me. It, they've just blown out of what Rockford, yeah. what made Rockford Rockford to you? <sighs> There's just no care. Like, it's, it tries way too hard to be Chicago. It's insane. Well, it's interesting that you bring up the East West because that means that you fall like somewhere like off the map over here 
uh, in the cornfields, right? Like, well, you don't just call it the cornfields. What do you have the, the guts to call it? Boonies. It is not the boonies. It's the boonies, baby. No, absolutely not. It is not the boonies. I. I still have to do that video tour as well. You know, honestly, next time we are together yes, in the we'll 815, the we tour. should do a video tour. Yes. We should take a day this summer. Yeah, we'll find one. We'll find We're going to take a day sure. this summer and do that video tour so I can prove to the rest of the world that Roscoe that you live is in not cornfields. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's perfect. Coming to you from a north side bar, but reporting on your favorite south side team, the Sons of Honarchy. On today's episode, a breakdown of AL Central foes a fun take on some off-season predictions, and a spring training trivia session involving shots of the finest Wormwood-based liqueur, all presented by The Loop Sports and sponsored by 26 Shirts and Seeking. Welcome, White Sox fans, to the Sons of Hanukkah podcast presented to you by The Loop Sports and sponsored by SeatGeek and Malort. (laughs) Hopefully. Please sponsor us, Malort. Anyhow, uh, 26 shirts. Yes, we, we love you guys for uh, for supporting us, actually. Please don't stop. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but this is Hot Take Tommy and my co-host. Oh, yeah, I'm waving your hanging so again. <laughs> and this is <laughs> at Drunk Shy Sox Fan on Twitter, a.k.a. Steve-O, a.k.a. Steve, a.k.a. Drunk Shy Sox. Steve, have we told everybody about that reference that you just made? What the blank? Yeah, the, the that would be a nice uh, <laughs> from the vault, real quick, right there. Yeah, like, we should there. we should throw that in. Everything is one take. This is the one take podcast with Thomas and Steve Smurt, and we're coming to you live. As the Sons of Hanarchy. That was so good. I love it. I love it. Those were the good old days when we recorded on a MacBook mic and thought that we were going to make this thing fly. Yeah, we were like, oh, we're going to make a big time podcast. I'm going to just open my laptop and hit record. Once again, we are back at at Temple Stope Up this time at 3145. Where is everybody? West Montrose. It is empty. It will fill up again. <laughs> it's a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Uh, it is bingo night here, though. Yes. So oh, yeah. It's gonna, they're gonna, highly the recommend bingo night here. are going to come. The bingo especially, night is great. Especially in the summers, it's a lot of fun. Your, your chances of winning are less, but it is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, your chances of winning a Malort shot, especially, are also up there. Yeah, our sponsor, Malort. Our... our <laughs> Quote unquote sponsor more. Um, <laughs> I want to intro my segment by talking about the level of hatred or not hatred, the level no, of disrespect yeah. people have for the AL Central. Oh, it is sky high. Well, I have hatred for the AL Central for sure. Like, yes, I know, I know everybody's like, Oh, you're a White Sox fan, you hate the Cubs. Nope, I'll tell you what, I have four teams that I hate more than the Cubs. Yep, absolutely, and they are. The Indians, the Tigers, the Royals, Twinkies, and the, Twinkies. <laughs> and the Minnesota Twins. Absolutely. Actually, let me ask you a question, Tom. Yeah. Of all the division, quote-unquote, rivals, who's your least favorite? Tigers. I didn't, like, yep. Detroit freaking sucks. Any Amen. Chicago sports contest that you go to, you can start a Detroit sucks chant. Guaranteed. Seriously, though. Guaranteed. Any Chicago sporting event. You I can don't start know about the Cubs. Probably, though. I uh, think I, I've done it before. At the... I've done it at Wrigley before, and I've gotten responses. <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. Anywhere you go in Chicago. Anywhere that's you go. That's the beauty of it. So to finish what I was saying, the people at large, ad nauseum, are making fun of the... Is that how you use... Is that a use? word? Ad nauseum? No, it's, a, it's, a, it's Latin, I think. Don't, right. don't fact check me. Just believe Who me. Who needs stat it's check Latin. when you got fact check? <laughs> <laughs> we got fact check over here. Fact check. <laughs> yeah, screw you, stat check. Yeah, you have to uh, define ad, it. Ad nauseum, ad nauseum is a Latin term for argument or other discussion that is continued to the point of nausea. So, to the point of nausea. That's exactly what I'm talking about. 
Okay. Buster only is to the point of nausea <laughs> in the way that he disgraces the AL Central. It's the BBD. <laughs> the Boo Boo Division. The Boo Boo Division, <laughs> indeed. While it's the worst division in the league, who are we afraid of seeing on the other side of the baseball field? So, so I think we can both agree the worst team is the Royals. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and we can they even suck. go off of last year's results. Right? Oh. We can go off last year's results. I don't know. We're, oh, and to clarify the segment, we are going specific players. Who is the player we most fear from each of the divisional rivals? Okay, so Royals. My guy is Jacob Junis. And, you know, he's he's just a youngin'. He's just a youngin', but I see him out there every time. And he had a great season last year. I, I want to say three ERA, three flat, okay. something like that, three even. Yeah, something um, like that. And ERA's still oversimplified. Over oh I'm not even going to call it overrated. God. Listen, I'm not even calling it overrated. I'm calling it uh, oversimplified, but I'll let you talk. It's an oversimplified it. statistic. Everyone needs a simple stat to get a good overall picture of who this kind of a, what kind of a pitcher this guy is anyway he is a talented young pitcher who's going to be a Sox killer for years to come and at least that's what i fear all right wow i years years hot, to come hot say tommy on the mic i'm and that's why i'm afraid of him because i i think this year is going to start because he had a great season last year and this year is going to start the year the many years of jacob junis defining or defying or Destroying? God, I was using Latin earlier on this podcast. Now I can't even think of one word to say that Jacob Junis is going to dominate. There it is. He's going to dominate the Sox for years to come. So, um, all right, let's flip it over to you. Who's your most feared Royal? Yeah, no. You have um, so many to choose from. There are so many. Oh, you know, they're the, such a scary team. The depth that they have. <laughs> you know, with how many with how many home runs he hit in that ballpark last year. Matt I'm Davidson. surprised that they did not <laughs> sign Matt Davidson. Yeah, um, true. Just for those those one those games, they right. send him to AAA, and then they'll pull him up for g- the games right. at Coffin. <laughs> That's exactly it. Only home games. Oh home games God. only. So, so Adalberto Mondesi, um, who Ooh, is who a is second that? well, he plays second baseman <laughs> and shortstop. He only played half the year last year. I think he played seventy. Mondesi. Yeah, Mondesi. Maybe I'll recognize. Yeah. Adalberto Mondesi. No, okay? no, I don't so, think I've ever seen him in my life. Um, Adalberto Mondesi played basically half the year last year. Okay. That's it. I think he played in 75 total games. He had 275 plate appearances. Yeah, right? I, was, I was drunk by that part of the season. That's why. Yeah, so <laughs> he's, he's a really solid fielder, really young. I okay. think he's 21 or 22. Um, great in the field. Wow. Only had 275 plate appearances, like I said, right. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but with those 275 plate appearances, he still had 14 dingers and 32 huh. stolen bases. Oh, oh. 32 <laughs> stolen bases. Okay. Wow. Um, a lot of people are projecting him to be the next 2040 guy. But he had 32 stolen bases last year and still 14 homers in only 275 plate appearances. Yes. So that's definitely a manageable number. Yeah. Um, he reminds me a lot, maybe with a little bit less power and a little bit better in the field, but he reminds me a little bit of Alfonso Soriano. Oh. Um, I, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but <laughs> especially when it's at the plate. Like, the kid's going to be dangerous for years to come, and I know people are a little fluky on it on him just because of, if you look, he definitely when he hits the ball, he crushes it. But oh, he definitely like has a, a pretty high K rate. He doesn't walk a lot. He's your regular Mancada last all, year. But all that being said, with 275 plate appearances and those numbers, I was super impressed. I think that Adalberto Mondesi is going to be the player to watch on Kansas City this year, and I'm not looking forward to facing off against him, especially with our pitching staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about the Tigers, uh, second worst team in the division. Yeah, and uh, you, you – Easily stole my future wet dream for the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> um, Nick Castellanos. Yeah. Big time. That's like the only person that I'm even remotely fe- afraid of. He's the only force to be reckoned with on the Tigers. I mean, Miguel Cabrera's like can't run, can't really hit. Just yep. Okay. <laughs> he really can't hit. That's fine. Okay. Oh, my God. Still. So I'm going to throw mine out there, and mine, okay. mine is a healthy Miguel Cabrera, okay? Oh, my God. Um, when Too he much. can remains healthy, he is still the best 
hitter, the best consistent bat on Whoa. that team. Absolutely. Oh, okay. I thought you were about um, to go like. He is the best consistent bat on that team. Yeah. Um, yeah, Castellanos has the potential to be a 30 homer, 100 RBI guy. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but Miguel Cabrera has time and time again done that throughout his career. Yeah. Um, and I know that he had his stints on the DL in 15 and 17, uh, in 2015 and 2017, and then missed. Um, it was I short. Thought 15 was his triple crown it, year. No, 16. Oh. Um, 15 was a uh, was a short stint on the DL. It was only I think 15, maybe 15 to 30. Yeah. Uh, games. I think he. 15 to 30 games. That's well, a short stint for him. I mean, 30, 30 games would be a short stint for Miguel Cabrera. Um, for the upcoming year, probably. Um, <laughs> so I mean, in 15, short. 17, a while. I think he missed 50 games yeah, in 17, yeah, yeah. and then uh, almost all of last year, obviously. Yeah, that um, was bad. Yeah, and that's what killed them, too. I mean, that was huge for them. Uh, but the guy can still hit. Um, he still put up big numbers. If you look back on, like, 2016 or even yeah. 2017, yeah. the numbers are really there. Like, he's still powering the baseball. Yeah. Um, the, number, the, the run production that he brings uh, when he comes to the plate, when it comes to right. driving in runners on base, when it comes to... Um, providing the big hit when it comes to yeah. home runs or his slugging numbers, um, because no, obviously that's doubles for Cabrera. Because when he's the only time he's making it to third is his trip around to home plate. Um, but the guy, if he remains healthy this year, is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I think again. Okay. Um, I mean, when it comes down to it, he's still Miguel Cabrera. Like absolutely. But he, I, I'm gonna say I'm not scared of him like in the least because I'm almost gonna guarantee that he's on the DL for a sizable amount of this season. Like, can we all just like, is there a bet on that? Is there, is there Vegas odds on Miguel Cabrera's? That games would be really played? funny. Over <laughs> under on Miguel Cabrera's games out this year. Um, Starts off at like. <laughs> 70 games on the DL, like over under. <laughs> that is amazing. That is so I bet funny. You that's out there. But yeah, I, I, Miggy can still crush the ball. No, he can. He can. And that's why he is, he's my choice. Because even if you look, he's also the most toxic player in probably the whole major league. Really, the most no, toxic player. I in the major swear leagues. to God, I, I cannot right now. I swear to God, he is. Every time, like he's like pushing guys, he's getting fights. He's come on. Come on. So he's a competitor. So you're telling me that Machado's toxic too? No. Uh, oh, there it is. <sighs> I don't. I hate the Tigers. Okay, like I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I trust hate the me. Tigers. I hate everything. That was your only. For. That was your only argument against Nick Castellanos is that he was a Tiger. That's the only reason why you didn't want him on, on the White Sox. Oh, absolutely. In like, the beginning of the year. If you know, if. I want one team removed. I want him to get traded to one team, and then we pick him up from there. So, like, say he gets traded to, I don't know, who's a contender right now? The Astros, okay? So he gets traded to the Astros because they want a little bit of depth in their outfield, and then we can pick him up because then he'd be an Astro. He wouldn't be a Tiger. So I'd be more comfortable with that. It's wow. like it's like if you have so stupid. a Red Sox get picked up by the Yankees or if you have a, a Dodger get picked up by the Giants, like, you don't want any of those guys on the team because you can't trust them. Like, I can't trust a Tiger. I can't trust a Tiger. I don't know what you want from me. Can't trust a Tiger. Although Nick Castellanos has a lot of potential. doesn't matter how crowded our outfield of the future is. He would fit because he's he's great. Most feared player on the Tiger. Let's move on. Let's move on. We got to get we going. Shall we shall move on. We got to get to the Twinkies. All right, so... The Twinkies. Uh, I love that you're the mentioning North. the uh, the Twins first before the the Indians in regards to. So we're, we're going best to worst from last year. From last we're year's going bottom to top. Bottom okay. to top. You think I'm, the Twinkies are going to be better than the Indians this year? That's a hot take. You call oh, me hot take. Oh, you just wait. You just wait. Oh my so, God. Obviously, Byron Buxton. We saw him last year doing really well. Mm -hmm. Young guy. A lot of potential. A lot of upswing. Definitely a plus-plus fielder uh, out there in center. Um, and I just I, I see this year as being a breakout year for his bat. Um, obviously, that's we don't know that, but I just I like I feel it. Yeah, a quick shout-out to Joel Brand. Oh, yeah, Joel Brand. Yeah, we should have brought him on for this part. Oh, man. Well, we're next time we talk about the Twins. Exactly. Next time we talk about the Twins, we're bringing you on, Joel. 
Absolutely. That'll be fun as heck. The Twins. Yes. It's a toss-up for me between Byron Buxton, who I mentioned. Yep. It's going to be his breakout season oh. with the bat, plus-plus defender. But Marwin Gonzalez. Right? Oh, yeah. Marwin Gonzalez. He just got signed. He's Huge acquisition. Proven that he's a really great player for the Astros. But we don't know what his impact is going to be in the Central Division, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, we just, we, we're not sure what's going on. So uh, I, I'm expecting him to be a really good player and make a dent in the White Sox pitching, but we don't know yet. So yeah, no, That's for why sure. it's a toss-up. Um, so I know we're picking most feared. Yeah. So obviously if I'm only going to see a player for one game or I'm not even going to see a player in a series at all, yeah. then I'm trying to avoid that player. However, with the Twins, their strong point last year was their pitching. Um, yeah. Um, Kyle Gibson and Jose Barrios. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, I'm going God. with Jose Barrios as, oh, my, as my pick. You're right. Oh, um, man. If you, He's good. If you look at his statistics, it's wild. And I know one thing that you want to look with, with or, uh, younger pitchers especially, is their difference between the ERA and the FIP, the fielding, oh, my the fielding God. independent pitching. I know. I'm sorry. I brought ERA. it up again. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, fine. because I'll, the I'll thing is, if they're extremely dependent on their defense from yeah. a year-to-year standpoint, yeah. then that's something you need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he's not. Like, the difference between his ERA and FIP was, like, yeah. less – it was, like, .06. Not – a huge difference at all. Okay, so I like Barrios a lot as a pitcher, except for obviously when we're facing him. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> he doesn't walk guys. Him. He doesn't rely on his defense. He strikes guys out. His K nine, uh, his uh, yeah, his K nine rate was um, above nine last year, so over one in inning. Um, and um, he's uh, he's super talented. His yeah. stuff is amazing. No, he's good. Um, so as a guy who loves watching good pitching. I'm going to choose Jose Barrios. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely fear him every time that we come to face him in a matchup. All right. And, and I'm hoping that our whoever we have facing up against him also brings their best. Yes. Yes. But talking about starting pitching for the Cleveland Indians, baby. Ooh. The starting pitching, the starting rotation for those Indians is scary because it's headed off by a perennial – Cy Young contender in Corey Kluber. And, I mean, like, it's the obvious choice, but, like, what am I scared of? I'm scared when Corey Kluber takes the mound and just mows through our lineup. Yeah, obviously. Come on. He's going to just demolish anybody that's in his way in his mad dash to the Cy Young Award win. To the Cy Young Award and the postseason. I mean, like, I... Not if a healthy Chris Sale has anything to say about it. Oh, right? my God. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, you're right, but, like... That he's not in the division. So this is we're talking about the Correct. Central. But you here. did bring up Cy Young. All right, Continue. All right. So I mean that's basically all I had to say. He's the obvious choice. I mean Yeah. The, and you can go down the line in that rotation and say, like, I'm scared of him too, I'm scared of him too. I mean, sorry, Trevor Bauer, but you're not the ace. But I am scared of you, but you're not the ace. You're also kind of a dick, so <laughs> Yeah. Corey Kluber's not so much a dick. Trevor Bauer, definitely a dick. Alright, so Yeah. Anyway. Um considering you had a, a toss up. In your last picks yes. for the Twins, I'm going to choose a toss-up as well, even though I only wrote down one name in my original okay. notes. All right. Um, it's going to be Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez, <laughs> and I originally wrote down Jose Ramirez. Um, you have the best hitting third baseman and shortstop in, yes. in the AL, bar none. I mean, it's 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 not I'm racking my it's brain. not a competition yeah, no. right now. Um, no. Nope. Don't throw Matt Carpenter over Jose Ramirez right now. No, um, no, I won't. I won't. Uh, because Who's I mean, even the well, A's shortstop? I don't know. Well, I mean, okay, so if you're doing combo, then yeah, they I'm are doing for combos. sure. Then they are for yeah, sure the best. Third and short um, combos in the league, yeah, they're, they're, they're the best. So, ones. I mean, what can I say about those guys? I mean, barring injury, um, they're both, I think they're both front runners for the AL MVP. Um, I'm yeah, not even they were gonna, last year. I'm not even going to take time breaking down their statistics. No, don't. It's not they're, worth it because we everybody all know, knows. We all know how good they are. Yeah, be good. All right, well, that, that covers it. That's the league. I mean, when it, that's the division. Sorry. That's that the, divi- the division. <laughs> I mean, definitely not the league, that's for sure. What's great, though, about that is like the names we went through, besides the. Besides the Indians, for the most like for the most part, if those are the names that we fear the most, who's to say we're not going to do that well this year? Who's to say? Um, against Cleveland and Minnesota? Uh, 
We'll see. We'll hey, see. You split, you split with the Twinkies. I mean, hi, I'm shooting for the sky, right? You're the op optimistic one. You split one. For the Twinkie, with the Twinkies. You lose every game to the Indians. Every game, really. <laughs> hey, every I, game. I'm, I'm trying to even it out here. So we split with the Twinkies. We lose every game to the Indians. And we just, like, if we blow out most of the games with Royals and Tigers, we come out so you're telling above me, 500 you think, by a good amount. You think that the White Sox finish above 500 in the division this year? In the division, yes. In the division, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Hot Take Tommy. Hot Take Tommy ditched us for the ad read last time. And Allegedly. Allegedly. What happened was we did the ad read, and Sam and I did a fun drinking game along with it. We yes. did shots of Stone IPA. Uh -huh. uh, between every time, after every time we had to say the ad's name. And so they pawned a shot, a shot off on me. Basically, whoever won got to either take a shot or allocate a shot, and they allocated the shot to me for skipping, allegedly. But we have a twist on the game. We have a full pint of beer for each of us here. We're going to do these ad reads, and we have to finish the whole pint of beer during the ad read. And whoever wins has to take two shots. No, double or nothing. So, Tom, you tell me. Do you want SeatGeek or do you want 26 shirts? I'm going to take 26 shirts. All right. So you're on, on Sam's mark. Go. Go. We're excited to partner with 26 shirts again for the month of March. Oh, man. That's a deep one. <sighs> 26 shirts sells cool T-shirts. Backed by an even cooler mission, helping people in need. Every two weeks, they offer an exclusive T-shirt for $25, and a portion of the proceeds from each sale goes to help a person or family in need or an organization heavily involved with the community in community outreach. Oh, there it is. Oh, God. The artists who provide... <laughs> <laughs> designs receive a percentage uh, a life is impacted and you get a limited edition sports themed t-shirt that will go to go in the 26 shirts vault never to be printed again wow portions of the proceeds from the sales of these shirts go to help a person in need of serious financial assistance due to overwhelming medical bills you can read more about this particular cause on the website. Thank you to 26 Shirts for sponsoring the podcast for the month of March. Go to 26shirts.com to order your shirt and help a worthy cause. Boom goes the dynamite. <sighs> All right. SeatGeek is a search a ticket search engine that never loses sight of the fan experience. <laughs> Simply go to their website. Type in the name of a team and choose the date you're looking to attend. SeatGeek will present you with a graphic chart of the stadium where you can then choose your seats and tickets based on a score system that determines the best value. If you've never used SeatGeek before, we've partnered with them to give you a great deal. Apply the coupon code the Loop Sports at checkout to take $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek. A $50 night for two. The ballpark becomes 30 or a $23 trip by yourself turns into just $3 with the coupon code, the Loop Sports. You have no excuse to not go and attend or go and root for your favorite team. Just simply apply the code, the Loop Sports, at checkout and have a great time on us. Thank you to SeatGeek for partnering with us at the Loop Sports. Dang. <laughs> wow. Where are, Where are we at? Where are we at? Cool. So, uh... The results are in. The results are in. I was timing both of them. Here we go. Uh, Moment of truth. Tommy, Tommy, you finished your beer uh, yes. and your ad read at yes. 1 minute 22 seconds. Oh. Which is, so let me put that into perspective. That was basically as fast as Sam did it. No, last Sam week. was 1 minute 26 seconds. I beat him. I beat him. There you go. How did you know that? I listen carefully He's got to our podcast. Or okay, <laughs> okay. Elephant brain. <laughs> Steve. You finished 
59 seconds. Ah, come That's on. faster than last week. It is so much faster than last week, and you that was probably more alcohol Guys, than last week at the like same time. he was eating um, his beer. He drank that so fast. Because of the segment that we are going to go into later, you don't have to do those two shots. Today, we are saving them for later, and let's be honest... Probably... Probably gambling with them again at some point. Yeah. I am extremely, extremely excited to do this with you because usually, I mean, as people maybe have already picked up, I know some of our listeners have picked up on already, you are the the fun... Uh, semi-outrageous character of this podcast. I'm the fun one. And I am the semi-analytical, serious... Oh, hold on. Um, semi-analytical? It, it, well, Fip. When it's run created. Blah, blah, blah. All that being said. <laughs> all that being said. I'm bringing back Over Under for this segment. Right. And... In addition to bringing, in a br- addition to bringing over under, um, I'm also bringing in something called hot take, not take. I like that. For hot I like take, Tommy. I like that a lot. I like right? that a lot. So um, first, we're gonna do over under. Before I explain hot take, not take, I am going to do over under with you, All just right. very quickly. Oh, um, they're separate. So they are separate. Okay. So we're gonna separate them into two minute segments each. Okay. I have eight over unders for you. You have to answer them quickly. I'm going to make a statement and a number, and you're gonna just going to tell me over or under. All I'm right. going to start the clock as soon as I start rolling off the first question. Let's okay. Go. All right. So, now, spirit of the season, number of hot dogs I will eat on any given Wednesday at the ballpark this season. I'm marking it at six this year. Ooh, uh, over. Okay. Max number of beers that you will have at a single tailgate. <laughs> you will have at a single tailgate this season. Seven. Ooh, uh, can I push it? Oh, come on. Over under. I'm coming under. I'm a lightweight. Okay. Number of beers I will spill on the red line or the train this year. Three. Oh, way over. Way, way over. Oh, wow. Okay. Number of games we will go together this season. Together. Five. Over. Okay. Number of comments we will get because you or I swore too much on a podcast this season. (laughs) Two. Over. Over. Okay. Number of wins the White Sox uh, have this season. 76. Over. Number of walk-offs either you or I will see this season. Together still only counts once. One. Over. Okay. Number of blogs you will contribute to the Suns page this season. (laughs) Four. Under. You ass. (laughs) So we did that really quickly. That was only a minute and eight seconds. That was great. So um, breaking this down, um, my record last year, oh, I only went once on a Wednesday, but I did do five. In really? One, I did do five last I'm year. I'm surprised with that. I thought you'd game. go like, like one every two. No, that doesn't. The math doesn't add up. I, I felt like by yeah. seventh inning stretch you could have like five, and then yeah. you could knock off two at the end. So I, I, I did like. five last season. My goal was six this year. Um, and you said over. I did That's say impressive. over. You were at seven, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, if you take beer out of the equation, considering my bet. Yeah, you, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so you'll be you'll be tipsy by the time you walk in, and drunk enough when it's like settling by. But then you'll be sober by seventh inning. Right. So you'll just knock out another couple of hot I dogs. love that you undersold yourself on the beers at a tailgate this season. I wanted to choose different numbers for yeah, each yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So I went with seven. Uh-huh. I'm gonna push you past seven this year. Oh or at least two seven. Dude, you know I won't remember the game if I drink seven beers um, at a tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the point this season. Um, oh, I love that you think I'm gonna spill more than three beers. Oh my god, yeah. Um, Come on. I only did it like twice last year. Um <laughs> You think we're going to go to five ga- over five games this year? Hell yeah, man. Together. Okay. Hell yeah. I don't understand your take on on the wins. Whatever. But whatever. Um, for you, man. Com- com- uh, comments on our swearing. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we start counting from today, you've already got one, right? Yeah, I already swore. You already swore. Um, and then um, n- number of walk-offs. You said over. You, you said one, and I said over. It was hard for you to take over. For yeah, I mean, like, I feel like every year I've seen... One walk off. I saw a Tyler Saladino walk off a couple years ago. That was funny. Yeah, I haven't seen a walk off in a couple years. So I saw a walk off. One. I saw a TA walk off last year. It was okay. lit. So uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like this is a team that like they they 
don't score a lot of runs. Also, but they're scrappy because they're you know. That's true. Boys don't quit. Ricky all that jazz. Quit. So I almost there bought was one a good of those t-shirts of... last year. Yeah. No. Let's go. Also, you better contribute four blocks this summer. I'm going to be I, mad if you I'll, don't. I'll write, I'll write something. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a phrase. I'm going to give you a statement. Yes. And you have to tell me whether you're, you're going to, you know, oh, yeah, that's hot take and I'm taking it. Yes. Or no, I'm not taking that. All right. At all. I like okay. It. I like this. You ready? Two minutes back on the clock for this one, too. All right. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. Daniel Palka is a more entertaining player and personality than Yomer Sanchez. Hot take, not take. Oh, ah, that's uh, not take, not take. Wow. Yomer is, I love Yomer. All, all right. right. Sandlot is a top five baseball movie of all time. <sighs> top five. Uh, hot take, let's go, baby. Uh, all right, taking it. Uh, Bryce Harper or Manny Machado will win the NL MVP in 2019. Hot take, let's go. Okay. Minnesota Twins will win the AL Central this year. Not take. Come on. Okay. Ricky Renteria will win a playoff game as a manager of the White Sox. Hot take, baby. Okay. Uh, in the spirit of the season, White Sox Dave will win a 108 tourney on Twitter. Oh, uh, yikes. I'm going to go with not take. I was thinking about this today. Okay. We'll talk more about that later. Right. I will go the entire season staying true to my no beer sales boycott in the ballpark. Hot take, not take. <laughs> if people buy me a beer, it's different. Oh, if people buy, okay, hot take then. Okay. And Mark Burley is the best pitcher to don a White Sox jersey in our lifetime. Hot. Take. Oh my God! Of course let's go. Did. All right. So let's break these down. Daniel Polka being, uh, you said not take. I said not take. So did you see the release about Redline Radio today? I did see that. I did see that. That's the, awesome. The Polka and I am excited. The Polka I and White Sox Dave thing? I subscribed right away to Polka White Sox Dave. That's going to be really cool. That's going to be really cool. Um, I, I think he's a great personality. I don't think he's got as big of a personality, though. You know what I'm saying? It's not as entertaining as no a, exactly that's the thing you said entertaining as a personality as a player i think he's way more entertaining absolutely okay so that's dingers. the thing dingers is the main and the one the main thing dingers and the 108 and the and the podcast with white Sox dave all great pr he's a good guy um but you know when it comes down to it all the semantics that uh not semantics i can't I don't know words. All of the, you know, stuff that Yomer does on off the field and on the field. You know, dumping Kool Aid on himself, not Kool Aid, Fair. Gatorade. The everything he does with Noah and the Mickey Mouse ears and I the, get it. You know, I playing around it. with the teammates. All right. just, he's so funny, man. All right. So you said not take on uh, Sam Lopping, right? Or no, you said hot. I take. said hot take. Um, okay, that's fair, and that's something that we're gonna get into later in the year. Yeah. Um, Top Bryce, five. yeah. Bryce, ha- Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. You think one of them is going to win the NL MVP? I stand by it. I think okay. this is a good move for Bryce Harper specifically, and I think that uh, Manny Machado is going to do better than people think. Yeah, that division is pretty weak. I think where they're going to slot him in the lineup to in front of uh, Reese Hoskins is going to be really good too. Oh, and I thought Curtis you were talking Phillies. about Manny Machado. No, for no, I'm sorry for Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah. Um, you said not take on the Twins winning the AL Central. Ha! If their pitching shows up, I think they're going to be uh, a no. legitimate contender. No, get okay. out of here with that. Okay, Indians. Uh, Ricky Renteria is going to win a playoff game, Tom. Really? Yes, he is. <laughs> Next Key. year. Next um, freaking year. So White Sox, you, you thought about this. You said White Sox. Dave is not going to. Uh, is you said is not going to win the 108 tourney. I Who said do you think? That. Uh, it's going to be one of the 108 guys. Either Choice or. Um, um, my Sox Summer. B Flow for. Oh, uh, My Sox. Yeah, you're right. Sure, my Sox Summer. Yeah, Chirizi's yeah. out. What? I think as of last, as of this. Yeah, B is Chirizi. Did I not vote for him? No, Chirizi faced off against B Flow. And I think B Flow. Oh, okay. Uh, Handily. So it's. It. <laughs> so um, my, I like my, my money was on White Sox. Uh, my Sox Summer anyway, too. He's, he's yeah. a really nice guy. Um. You said hot take on the entire season. You think that I'm going to stay true to my no beer sales? That was hard for me. Um, I think if we do, like, if we get over 80 wins, you're going to, which, you know, I'm well, not. Well, that's a big thing. I'm I not said saying, a winning ball club. A winning ball club's an 81-win team. Yeah. Now, and, and I, I think if we get to 80 wins, you're going to start slugging them. But 
I'm I'm at the point where I'm I'm around like I think we're gonna you know, tiptoe just under 500, um, which is great because that's a that's massive improvement. That's from a last year for sure. Massive improvement from yeah. last year, um, and that'll make watching the game a lot more fun mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think that when that caveat you put in there, that if somebody buys you a beer, doesn't count. Yeah, I think you could stay. I mean, it's a big thing. If I'm gonna go to game with my dad and he's like, "Hey, do you want me to go get beers?" I'm gonna be like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'd be like, say, uh, "But I'm be like, you read my blog, so don't expect me to return the favor." Yep. Um, Burley, best pitcher down a White Sox jersey in a lifetime. Heck. Are you f- for real? Yes, baby. Get the fuck out! <laughs> Unbelievable. Come on. You're okay. kidding me. You it's, think that Mark Burley hit Chris Sale stuff? You're, I, out, of, you're out of your mind. You are I, out of your damn mind. It has a lot to do with what the ball club did when he was on the team. Because I, I think that has something to we do with judge, the players. That's the problem with sports fans, especially big sport, Like, people who are very loyal to their team, like yes. you. Yeah. And even like me sometimes. Yeah. We judge players based on how well the team did during that era. Yeah. And obviously during the Burley era, he came in literally during the 2000 playoff berth mm-hmm. when we got knocked off by the Mariners, mm-hmm. um, when we were fighting for divisions in mm-hmm. 03, 04, mm-hmm. won the series in 05, mm-hmm. fought for a division title in 06, and, mm-hmm. and should have had a while, like a play-in game in 06. Mm-hmm. Um, 08. 08 playoffs, like still t- semi filling the stands yep. in the late o- o- O's and 10s. Yeah. Like, I, but no. And Chris the other thing, here's, hold on, though. Here's the other thing, though. The type of pitcher that he is is just so sacred in my heart. The fact that it's just you rip me. it and rip it. Just like he just takes the ball and he throws and he's just like, next thing you know, seventh inning stretch. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, you're telling me. Like, I'm, well, the thing is, Burley never had and strikeouts in the never meantime. Never had amazing stuff. He never had amazing stuff, and that uh, obviously as a former Little League, Little League pitcher, obviously. Stop. But I, I compare I myself know, a lot know, to do, the right-handed Mark like, Burley because wait. I didn't. So <laughs> the reason why I do that is because we had a guy, we had a flamethrower on my Little League team. Yeah. This guy just wind back and throws hard as he can, right? Yeah. Just striking kids out left and right because nobody could catch up to his fastball. Yeah. Fair. But he was out of control. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I had control with my pitches. Yeah, I wasn't a fast pitcher. You knew where you were I threw going. hard, but I yeah. knew where I was throwing the pitch. I knew I needed to break out the breaking ball at some point. Yep. I needed. I knew I needed to throw small speed yep. here and there. And if I, you know, I went out there and I pitched my game. You know, and that's exactly uh-huh. who Burley was. So I get where you're coming from, but Chris Sale, all in all, is a much oh, okay. better pitcher. Here's than Mark here's Burley. what I'm gonna say. Maybe his Chris stuff Sale wasn't will be the a best. Hall of Famer. Mark Burley will not be. Plain simple. Whoa. Well, okay, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, but where I'm coming from is like where they stand in my heart, and where where the impact they had on the White Sox, right? Yeah. And it, it's, I think Burley wins that, and Sale just like the impact he had on the White Sox was, you know, just okay. You know, he came at a time that wasn't the best for the White Sox. Is the thing. You know, so it's not necessarily his fault. His stuff was better, maybe, but uh, yeah, Burley just he wins that race every time in my heart. You know. Yeah. What's up? Welcome to this particular segment that we've got going on right now, which I am calling Malort Please Sponsor uh, Spring Training Trivia with Tommy and Steve. Um, so it's it's spring training right now, right? Yes. It is. It is. And I know uh, eight days till opening day. Tommy's going to be eight taking a lot of these shots. Uh, are hopefully soon to be sponsor Jepsons. Thank you, Jepson's Moore. Uh, thank you, Jepson's Moore, for existing. For these delicious uh, shots that you've bestowed have, uh, upon our I table have, uh, I have gathered four shots of delicious, delicious Jepson's Malort. Um, and uh, I also have four trivia questions. I'm going to ask a question regarding something to do with spring training. Yes. One of you two is going to grab the microphone in an attempt to answer it, or at least yes. in an attempt to work towards an answer. Yes. Uh-huh. And if you are the correct answer, you get to do... A ah. shot of delicious Jepson's Malort. Indeed. Whoever has the most Malort in you by the end of these four, right. possibly five questions, have. is going to get a prize. Do you want to know what that prize is, Tommy? I Steve know knows what the prize, prize is. What's the prize? Another it shot is a Malort? pristine, mint condition, 
Yes. Now, Mint Jeff is Blum a- rookie card from when he was <laughs> on the Montreal Expos, a team that what? doesn't exist anymore. Wait. No, and it is up. signed. It is signed. It is signed. What? Yeah. So, so you better, a heads up. You better Do be you remember the to- Jeff Blum story with Sam? Yeah, I know. Jeff <laughs> Sam Bruns' mother dated Jeff Blum. It, I'm not sure if it was dating or not. It was like oh, middle was school. Stop. I think they went to a all dance that. together. They may have gone to like prom together or something said. like that. I don't really know how it works. He is our yes. So what's going to happen is I'm going to ask you guys a question, a uh, practice question it's such practice as, question. Uh, what are the two spring training leagues? Whoever can grab the Cactus mic first. League and the group okay, hold on. So Tommy grabbed the mic first. Oh, so it's about whoever grabs the mic first. Whoever grabs the mic first. And you said, that's quick draw. Grapefruit League and Cactus League. Well, but anyway, so in that, that. <laughs> in that situation, Tommy yes. would be doing his shot of Malort right now. Yes, uh, I would be. Doing his shot of Malort right now. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we'd be moving on to another question. Whoever has the Which most Malort in them right. by the end of this, uh, once my mother mails it to me, we are going to, yeah. going to get that uh, rookie card. It's going to be a great time. I love it. So, your first question. Card. Yep. We just established Cactus League and Grapefruit League. Your hands are closer. Uh, we also like. know that... Uh, whether or not a team is uh, training in Arizona or training in Florida is a part of the Cactus League or the Grapefruit League has to do not with what league they are a part of during the normal season, yep. but it's just geographics. <laughs> it's it's are you on the western side or are you on the eastern side? Yep. Uh, you two, I'm assuming, obviously know that the White Sox train in Arizona. However, yes. there are three teams that are located geographically west of the city of Chicago that train in Florida. Can either of you guess what those teams are? The Twins is one. Okay, Tommy's got one. If you can get the other two, you win, but... The Astros. Tommy's got two. Baseball. The Rangers. The Rangers? The Rangers. The Texas Rangers, right? No. Aw, no, oh, man! Either way, take a shot. Let's the, go. Yeah, we got the St. Louis Cardinals and Tommy. Oh, the Cardinals. That's right. Enjoy a shot of Malort. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. You don't pay attention to advanced statistics and analytics, but you know what teams west of the Mississippi. Okay. Smooth. What's the max number of innings in a spring training game? Nine. Put that down. They end in a tie if they're done at Nine. You're fired, Sam. Six. <laughs> okay, Tommy, go ahead and take that shot because you got closest. Uh, they well, let that's it go to, a dumb question, honestly. Uh, during spring no, training, Major no. League Baseball, really whenever a game remains that? tied after 10 innings, it is declared as a tie. So they let it Smooth. go to 10. I didn't know they went to 10. I know that there's ties. I, I don't know why I answered training. six. I think just because I wanted you to take that shot. So smooth. Okay. If not the exact state, but the closest. But in the year 1886, where was the first uh, spring training held? What state? What? Yep. Nevada. Texas. I don't even have to check for that one. Steve, take a shot. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, why am I laughing? No, I but Arkansas no. is closer to Texas than it is Nevada. Arkansas? They have Arkansas. spring training in Arkansas? Hot Springs, Arkansas. I've been there, by the way. Uh, is it nice? It's, oh, it's beautiful. Okay. It is beautiful. Uh, congrats. You got to do a shot on the work. All right. Here we go. This is yeah. either for Steve to tie or for me okay. to take a commanding lead. So I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, technically the title of this team does not exist anymore. Who was the first team to do spring training? Oh, man, come on. What's a team? 1886, you said? 1886. Philadelphia Athletics, but they still exist. Am I right? Am I right? I'm right! No, 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 you're not right. I got nothing. 1886. 1886. You want to give us a city? Well, I don't know, Chicago White Stockings. <laughs> Steve, take a shot. The Chicago White Stockings. Oh! <laughs> we just high-fived on that shit. Okay, okay, That's okay. bogus. Which is exciting because now we get to get to our tiebreaker, and I don't have a fifth shot for you guys for a tiebreaker. You don't have a fifth shot. Uh, you don't need a fifth shot. What I do have is uh, a, Jeff Blum, rookie a card. Jeff Blum rookie card. Yeah, baby. First person to grab the mic. 
Who are the You're Chicago? Cheating. Who are the Chicago White Stockings now? The White Sox. Steve, congratulations. You win a White Sox rookie card because the Chicago what? White Stockings became the Chicago Go Cubs. Cubs. You knew that. No, I didn't. That's I thought you so knew that. I thought you knew it was the Cubs. That is so... I thought you knew it was the Cubs. We need Hopefully. more Jeff Blum memorabilia in our lives. More Every Jeff White Sox Blum fan does. Honestly, after I receive this card, I think I'm going to become, that might be my favorite 05 World Series player. Praise. Yes, absolutely. So, and you know what? We have a personal connection to him. We do, because of our, our producer over here across the table, who does not give, who just said does not give a shit about baseball. That's true. Um, all that being For said, shame. Tom, do you have any closing thoughts on today? Uh, my closing thoughts are uh, baseball is eight, eight days away. I was, I was outside stoked. today. I was walking around. Beautiful day today in Chicago. It did. It felt like summer was just around the corner. And uh, I, I don't know about that. Stop. Spring. S- don't. Take this away from me. Sorry, I should not. I that. am so ready for baseball, guys. I I am nearly at the point of tears thinking about how baseball is around the corner. So yeah, that's Fair. my that's, that's me. What about you? Closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. I'm very excited as well. I don't know if summer is around the corner, but spring is, and I'm very excited for that, especially since I am a teacher and I get a spring break. True. Um, I get it, no breaks, but I'll be there Saturday um, with somebody. Whoever that is. Um, and I will make sure to uh, enjoy in all the revelry. I will not be there opening day. I know that all of the big personalities are going to be the opening day, but I will not make it down. Yeah. But with that being said, in Han we trust. You said it wrong. Rebuild or bust. In Han we trust. Let's go, baby. Have a great day. All right, everyone, let's get this party started. Yeah! McDonald's filet of fish sandwiches for everyone. Give me back the filet of fish. Give me that fish. Give me back uh, the fish. Hey, what kind of music is this?